Good morning. I am Joey. This is the Stupid Podcast on Everything. This is our morning edition. It's our morning grind. I'm going to be soloing it a little bit this morning because we were up pretty late and getting a lot of stuff done. Everybody else is pretty bad. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and handle this one alone. No worries and no big deal there. So uh, I've been looking at a lot of weird news and things that are going on out there. And I got to tell you, I'm, I'm going to read a couple that aren't um, so weird, but there are a couple that are actually weird here. For example, uh, truck hauling a load of bananas catches uh, fire on the Florida highway, right? So there was a truck and it was on I-75 and it was at 3 a.m. And the tractor trailer full of bananas caught fire. And so I, there's a couple of things I want to talk about. And I want people to understand this when it comes to truckers. Um, there's only a few reasons that our stuff catches fire. Okay, one is in most general uh, negligence. In this case, however, um, their reefer caught fire, and I'm, I'm looking at the pictures of it, and it's pretty crazy. If you want to look at it, you can look at the Florida Highway Patrol of Tampa, and on Twitter, and you're gonna see that there's a Del Monte truck and the reefer is gone right? and the crazy thing is a day cab so the moment that there was any kind of problems with it the driver should have known but the problem with a lot of these day cab trucks is a lot of them are what's called a drop and hook meaning that driver is just picking up the trailer and driving from point a to point b that's what their job is somebody else is actually supposed to be looking at it maintaining it so a lot of these guys don't even know how to fill the coolant in their reefer much less you know um, do any kind of maintenance or troubleshooting or, or smell it and say, hey, you know what? That doesn't smell right. Um, the pictures, though, wow. I mean, I'm glad it looked like the driver was okay. Uh, went and looked up some more information on it. Um, there is a fine, but it looks like it's going to end up being the day cab company that was supposed to be in charge of transporting this. So the Florida Highway Patrol has issued a not <laughs> their, their punny, which is what caught my attention on this, um, the, the Florida Highway Patrol said it was not a peeling, not an appealing situation when a semi truck uh, hauling a load of bananas caught fire on the freeway. The Florida Highway Patrol said the fire was a result of a mechanical issue at about 3 a.m. on Friday on Interstate, 70, Interstate 75 near mile marker 310 in Sumter County. I've been there. Troopers said the driver was able to pull the truck over to the shoulder and stop. No injuries were reported. Now, here's the thing that again because this is a day cab driver and was never trained on this if there was any kind of manageable fire um and this is not a hazmat situation that driver should have as quick as possible tried to drop that trailer and pulled his tractor forward if you look at the pictures of this you will realize just how close well not a, not how close the fire was literally at one point on top of his tanks so this could have been so much worse. Diesel likes to just blow up. That's its job. That's what it does. And so the thought that this, you know, driver, again, not training. But I bring this up because I want you to understand that the DOT and the FMCSA, the DOT's Department of Transportation, every single state has one. FMCSA is a Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration. Um, they're jokes. And they're jokes because they don't care about the day cabbers. What they care about is they care about the long haulers. They care about making sure the long haulers can't do their job. Even though the long haulers are generally trained to cause fewer accidents. And for anybody that doubts those numbers, let me just explain to you that when the pandemic hit and all of you had to stay home 
it's amazing. Truck truck accidents, especially on the interstates, meaning people going from state to state, which is what long haul truckers are, the accident rate plummeted. Steve Buttigieg or Pete Buttigieg, whatever, Buttigieg, you know, has nothing to say about that. Nothing. But they still want to overregulate. And, you know, the thing is, again, we're not fans of Trump here. We, you know, chose him over anybody else because he was the best decision. But we do wish his wife would have slapped the phone out of his hand. So you don't need to tweet today. You don't need to strike back at every single thing that's said. But he wants to pull this regulation and pull this kind of garbage and pull this overregulation of an industry. You know, it's funny. Most of you probably didn't hear this, but a train also derailed yesterday in in Pennsylvania. So another one carrying hazardous materials. Officially now, there have been more hazmat-related accidents to trains on the environmental scale than trucks in 2023. That isn't a guess. That is the actual number. I looked it up. FMCSA's information, DOT's information. There has been more ecological damage, environmental damage, because of trains. I We're still, everybody's keeping nice and quiet about the fact that 60,000 pounds of ammonium nitrate is missing over the course of a few miles and nobody knows where it went from trains a train a train look i'm gonna say this and nobody else wants to say this a train was robbed of forty thousand pounds of what two thousand pounds destroyed the oklahoma city um building in the oklahoma city bombing so Forty to 60,000 pounds of this is missing. And somebody has it. It's not just nowhere. It's not a coincidence that two days later, Senator suddenly was receiving satellite phones because if an enemy was going to do something with that, guess what they're going to target? They're going to target our communication system. So it's kind of crazy about that. So, you know, but that's okay. We, we don't need to worry about it, right? So... Um, if you were in Louisiana, you probably actually saw it. Uh, well, maybe it depends on how, how early you sleep. But a large fireball illuminated the early morning sky over Louisiana, and the possible meteor was caught on camera by some residents and their security cameras. The American Meteorological Society confirmed it received multiple, bleh, sorry, multiple reports of a fireball in the sky over south, uh, southeastern Louisiana at 4.30 a.m. The fireball was captured by home security cameras in Gretna, Mad Madisonville, and Eunice. Fireballs are uh, commonly caused by meteors entering the Earth's atmosphere. It's usually the stuff, the meteor itself actually burning up and burning off. That's why it's, you know, something that's the size of a Volkswagen, um, you know, a Beetle, is going to be a pebble by the time it actually lands in here because most of it is, is burned off in there. So... Meteorolo meteorologists said Friday morning's fireball may have also been some space debris burning up while descending. So I don't know if you've watched the videos on this, but you can actually look it up. It's real simple. Just meteor spotted uh, in the sky over southeast Louisiana. It lights up the sky with green like we're talking neon green. It's it's crazy to know about that. And I just sat there. and was like, wow. And I watched the video of this and I just can't even believe <laughs> you know just how bright that got so i don't know space debris it, that's 
pretty big chunk of space debris. So unless the International Space Station dropped, but it does bring up the point that we watch our skies and nobody was like, hey, this is coming and you're going to be able to look up and see this because they want you to believe that they have more control over what they see than anything else. But even if they do, I, I, let me ask you a question. If you're a government, are you going to tell people that, hey, there's a big meteor coming your way and it could do some massive amounts of damage? Oh, by the way, there's nothing we can do about it. So, and the answer is, of course, no. <laughs> so, yeah. And uh, a world record got broke uh, this week, which was actually pretty cool and uh, was cool because it's a world record that I will never uh, try to accomplish. But an athlete does 3,249 push-ups in one hour. So uh, the, the guy uh, is Daniel Sc uh, Scully. I'm, I know I'm saying his name wrong. Um, but he did th almost 3,250 push-ups in one hour. And he previously set the record for most push-ups in an hour at 3,182. So apparently, the only person kicking this guy's butt is this guy. But his record was beaten. This was in April of 2022 that he originally set uh, his record that he just broke. But his record was broken by a fellow Australian, Lucas Helke, who performed 3,206 push-ups. So now he's done 3,249 push-ups. Um, dude is, his, as you can imagine, physique amazing. It's like, it's crazy. And, it's, and uh, he's, what his credit is, is to burpees. As to why, he, you know, that he performed while training for his last attempt to help him with setting the new record. It, he says, it got my fitness up to a space it had never been before. But not just that. It helped me to deal with the pain. Considering I, have, I had to jump up and down from my left arm he told guinness world records so you know guinness world records it, it's really funny to me that people know about guinness world records but they don't realize that guinness world records was actually named after the beer and it was because of the beer and so the history of guinness world records is actually pretty interesting to me and i really i don't know if there is a guinness world records day but there kind of should be because when you look at some of the world records that we have some of them are just crazy but, I mean, that's just the way that you're going to be looking at things. I personally, like, I go to Guinness all the time, and I look, I look these things up, and I'm like, yeah, it makes sense that a bunch of drunk Irishmen were like, hey, who do you think is the guy who can hold his breath the longest underwater with a scorpion on his chest? Or, you know, who is it who smashes the limbo record for speed skating? You know, and you, you go through all of the stuff there, the oldest person there. I, when I was a kid, uh, we used to have a book. And the book was the, I, I think it was 1990, but it was the Guinness World Records um, to, you know, look. And we just looked at this and it's like the world's fattest twins, um, you know, the longest dances that people did, you know, the longest that somebody, what was one was uh, the longest that somebody lived desert on a deserted island, you know, which I'm still going to joke around about, you know, Amelia Earhart holding that record. But it is what it is. Um, the world's largest box of chocolates. Uh, was just recently released and it now if officially and it's from Russell Stover, which is not far from us here. Um, but they set the new world record, which was 5,616.27 pounds um, for anybody doing met uh I'm sorry. Um, it's 2,547 and a half kilograms for anybody interested on that side. 
smashing the record. So what's crazy about that is a typical rhino, right? A black rhino, black rhino weighs between 1,400 and 2,800 kilograms. So 3,000 and 6,000 pounds. Um, so if you think about just how much chocolate that is, so it's just absolutely mind baffling. I was bummed that they did it in St. Louis, Missouri. I mean, Kansas City, Missouri, because again, if they'd have done it here in Cors uh, Corsicana, which is one of their manufacturing plants, that would have been awesome. I would have loved to have come out and seen that. But uh, yeah, you can look at pictures of it at Guinness, and it's just absolutely insane. And you know, there were a lot of people there. There were 300 people there, so I mean, I, I can understand that. That's probably more than they would have gotten out here. And what's crazy is. The, you know, there was a team of three food inspectors that were there, monitored the entire process to ensure that all food, uh, food safety standards were followed because, you know, the box needed to function as a standard box. But at the same time, want to make sure that anybody that they're giving this to afterwards, because they did. Right. <laughs> and I wish I could have been one of those people to get there um, that they wanted to make sure that they weren't handing them tainted or unsafe food. And Guinness is actually pretty good about doing that with most of their food challenges. Um, I've watched a couple of food challenges where they would not let um, contestants or they were disqualified or contestants were not allowed to hand the food out afterwards because they of cross-contamination or scare. You know, um, I believe there was a barbecue, barbecue chicken or pork competition. It was like the largest barbecue chicken or pork competition and the food couldn't be distributed afterwards and so you know they don't get the awards for things like that but guinness has some great stuff and i really should go to 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 look at them but you know if you're ever crazy and i mean crazy just so you know you can also apply to set a world record and setting to apply you know if you think about it what else you got in life aside from trying to break a record so you look at all the different records and you go you know what i think i can break that you can actually contact guinness and you can do an application and it's at their their website which is uh, guinnessworldrecords.com and you'll see it on the front it's literally there's a button there that says how to apply or or to set or break a record and you know you'll go in you create an account and then you'll go through and it tells you exactly everything that you need to do and what you need to have fastest rubik's cube the most hula hoops uh in in an hour in a minute the longest nails um you know the, the most uh most somebody can eat of any one thing in any given time this is what the world records are about and you have things that like multi-cross all the time for example nathan's hot dogs um, has their competition annually, but there's also a Guinness person there so that if a world record is broken, that they're able to be there. Now, it's not free, but if you're confident that you can do it, there's, you know, it's the immortality of the whole thing, right? So that's literally, you know, uh, they have, they and they give examples like trying to see who can eat the most Cadbury cream eggs eaten in one minute. You know, that's, that's, that's painful. And some of these things, they sound great to people, until you really take in the amount of, you know, training and practice and that people have and you just go, my gosh, like who thinks about I want to have the longest uh, ponytail in the world? That's that's massive. That's not we're not talking about a little thing. Right. We're talking about. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're talking about big, like just you spend your whole life and every year you're breaking your own record you know, with, with things like that and, and world records for bass and world records for fishing and sports and things like that. Those are broken all the time. 
Um, but it's really cool to think about that when you when you go through them. Um, they also, uh, which is really cool, I thought it was at least, um, they have a podcast, right? So Guinness World Records has a podcast, and you can listen to it's the uh, record of the day is what it's called. And it's uh, everywhere that we are. So if you're listening to us on anything, you can definitely listen to it there. And they talk about the longest mustaches. Uh, the one that caught me the most was the first film, the uh, first music video filmed on a reduced gravity aircraft. And they also, I think that was the one they talked about, the oldest barf as well. So, you know, kind of, ugh. Uh, <laughs> but you can go back and find uh, one for, like, there was a record somebody had for, like, the most zoos they visited and things like that. So those things are, are pretty cool, and and I like them. So... Jumping over to Twitter and uh, uh, the toxic cesspool um, of Twitter is just it, it really is. It's it's I, I, I'm sorry. There there's if you don't know, um, uh, if you don't know, there is a there is a group or it's not even a group. It's um, it's called, I believe, liberals of TikTok or liberals of Twitter. So, and there, it is a single person who types, uh, who like literally just grabs, um, you know, uh, posts as they're posted, right? And post them up. And when they put them up, it's absolutely crazy. You think it's not a, not a big deal, except this person is now, um, I'm sorry, it's libs of TikTok, libs of TikTok. My brain is just, it's still morning. So, um, this person has number one, I had to get multiple Twitter accounts because people were libs get ticked off and are just reporting it. There could be a conservatives of TikTok too, but it's just insane that these people are posting up what they're posting, right? And then all this person is doing is reposting it, not editing it, not changing it, not putting a voiceover to it, not a commentary, nothing of the sort. But all they're doing is reposting this. Well, an article was done. They doxed her. They literally put this woman in fear for her life. You know, and I'm just sitting there going, my gosh, you know what? Conservatives, liberals, you know, you have to understand that most people understand that it's not everybody. You can be a liberal and, and be a Democrat without being, you know, somebody who believes that drag shows and sexual acts happening in front of your kids is okay. You can believe that it's not. You don't have, you know, most people don't. Just like most conservatives don't support the Catholic Church in, you know, their hiding and moving around and protecting these pedo pedo priests, right? They, they don't, you know, most liberals are not all for allowing, you know, pedophiles to be a, a registered sexual identity and protected as such because most people are, most liberals are like, Hey, you know what? No, we're protecting the kids. It real they really are. It's just the ones who were allowed are the one everybody else is just quiet because 
nobody want no no liberal no democrat is ever going to sit there and say you know i miss donald trump but you know what i talked to democrats who miss donald trump i talked to liberals who miss donald trump you know i look i i miss bill clinton right now i miss i miss the beginning of that housing boom i literally do i miss the economics that we had in that i'm not a republican i'm not a democrat but i miss all these things all these things are extremely important i don't agree with religion in schools in any way shape or form and i don't think anybody should of any religion in any school in any way shape or form no joke look for those of you who aren't religious it's it's pretty self-explanatory we're separating you know church and state and we don't need our kids you know being told about anybody's religion in school everybody's religion is their religion it doesn't make anybody unproud of it right it doesn't make anybody you know ashamed of what it is what it is and for those who are christians you should feel the same way or catholics or you know sdas or whatever you are because do you want people you don't know teaching your kids the way that they should view the values in the book you know or with your belief system and the answer should be no right i i don't want a school to you know you should be like hey i don't want a school teaching my kids sex education or sexuality especially my preteen and i mean preteen 10 and lower single digit kids i don't they don't need to know anything about you know any teacher or anybody like this it doesn't matter i you know what uh, here's the thing I didn't know in elementary school if any of my teachers were married or single. No idea. I had none. The only way that I knew was if I called them Ms. or if I called them Mrs. And you know what? When I was young, I didn't even realize that that was the difference. If I got, I had one, it was Miss Kennedy, right? And, and I called her Mrs. Kennedy. And she goes, no, Joey, it's Miss Kennedy. And I went, okay. Never knew. Never knew why. Didn't care. Didn't care. Right. There was nothing that I looked at. You know what I knew? Miss Kennedy was was a woman. Okay, You know, Miss Brisbane was a woman. All right. Mr. Cheap was a man. I never knew until after I was out of school that Mr. Cheap was even married. And we had joked about it in school that we didn't think he was married. But we found out that Mr. Cheap was indeed married. Right. Because he came to the restaurant I was working at. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, and so this person right here, the libs of TikTok, you know, posts up the stuff that's on there and posts what people are posting. And for that, they're trying to cancel her. They're trying to absolutely destroy this woman. Why? Why? She's literally reposting what your group is saying. You know what you do? You come in and you say, hey, this isn't all of us. Okay? Not all of us believe in the genital mutilation of minors. Sorry. You know, this is a, and I believe 100% of me that this is a small group. This is a small, you know, and, and when I say this, you need to understand, watch. I'm going to look it up right now. that it is a small group and when i say this less than five percent of people in the world okay oh i'm sorry less than five percent of people in the u.s less than one percent of people in the world 
identify as transgender in any way, shape, or form. More people identify with police brutality. More people identify with authoritarian overreach. More people identify with the knowledge that taxation is illegal and that it is absolutely, we're being taxed multiple times and to death until, you know, we spend half of our lives paying taxes. Half. Understand that. Between work, the money that you pay from work, all the taxes you pay on top of all of that, your half of your life that you can never get that time back is it's crazy that I know I, I have friends and I do this right. And I've done this is that I'll spend an entire week working so that I can get one day of fishing. What? That's horrible. I should spend one day working so I can do an entire week of fishing, but taxes remove that half of my life, half of your life is destroyed by taxes. But we're so disunified right now that it's all good. No worries. That's literally the way that these people are living because, hey, at least I'm boycotting Bud Light because, you know, they had a guy on there for that started representing them for Pride Month, but did it while Women's History Month was still going on. And look, I don't care. People, I have... I'm going to say this, and this is my opinion. I do not care what your sexuality is. I do not care that you're transgender. I don't owe you anything. What do you want me to call you? I don't care. Tell me your name. That's what I'm going to call you. If you say, well, my pronoun, I don't care about your pronouns. Your pronouns are about to be bitch and bitch because I don't care about your pronouns. I don't. I don't care about anybody's. Somebody called me sis, and I'm like, don't call me that. That's not how I identify. Well, how do you identify? Joey. End of story. You know? I, you, you don't get to put a label on me and then tell me I can't put a label on you. That's absolute hypocrisy. Oh, well, sis is just a way of... No, 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 no. I am Joey. I am a normal, heterosexual male. End of story. There's nothing else to it. You don't get to label anything beyond that. So anyway, so this one person sits there and, and is posting up exactly what what liberals are saying unedited and exactly how they're saying it. Right. And th for that, this person's catching shade. They're trying to cancel culture. This person has gotten death threats. This person has had just absolutely the, the stupidity I, I dare anybody i dare it try it try me i i don't back down i'm not the one you know it's literally everything is ridiculous when we give these people voices and i'm not talking about libs i'm talking about the fringe level of libs i'm not talking about conservatives i'm talking about the fringe level of conservatives these are, you know, these are not the views of most people, you know, and we need to understand this. And when we get to this point, when we say, hey, you know what? Snow White's coming out. Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Maybe a white person should be playing Snow White, whose skin was Snow White. And maybe we should allow dwarves to play dwarves instead of taking jobs away from dwarves by putting other actors involved. But. Disney is like just going after the the need to lose a billion dollars this year, um, you know, 
And so they're just they're going to keep going. Disney, I'm telling you right now, nobody's going to watch it. You know who's going to watch it? The the couple hundred thousand people. Couple hundred thousand people that are like, "Oh, we're watching this because it's so progressive and it's so, you know what? If progressive means raping my children, you can keep it." Because that's not progressive. That's regressive. That is going back to a time in the world that I want nothing to do with. And I'm glad I wasn't born in. I'm glad I don't have to protect my daughters from. Absolutely ridiculous. And for anybody who supports them, you're absolutely just wrong. If you are to the point where you feel like you're not in the body that you're in and you want to change yourself as an adult, do it. If you want to put tattoos on your body, do it. If you want to put piercings and modify your body and mutilate your own genitalia, do it. If you want me to pay for it, acknowledge it, accept it, it's not going to happen. I owe you nothing. I don't owe you my acceptance. Tolerance doesn't have to do with acceptance. If you go door to door and you're preaching the gospel and you're telling everybody about your great and wonderful God and that how only your church of all the other 300 different denominations that are out there, sorry, 3,000 different denominations that are out there, your church is the only one that's going to heaven. And if I don't listen to your church, I don't care. You are irrelevant to me. I don't owe you my acceptance or uh, my belief or anything like that. I owe you what I owe every other person in this world. And I believe it was Adam Sandler who said it. And it's, I owe you nothing. I owe you my complete and total indifference. It was not Adam Sandler. Shoot. Um, I'll remember who it was after the podcast. I can see him in my head. And he was on Saturday Night Live. Oh, well. I owe you my complete and total indifference. I don't care what you do behind closed doors, and I don't care what's involved with it. As long as you're not making victims of other people, then I don't care that you're putting on barnyard sounds, rolling around in physical, actual hay, and your your joy is giving yourself you know, grass burns and, and grass stains. It's like, whatever. Do whatever you want. I don't care. But when you tell me that I suddenly have to accept it and I have to, you know, um you know, be a part of it. No, I don't. No, I don't. I don't. Tolerance is not about acceptance. They're two different words for a very good reason. I will tolerate you walking through a mall and trying to hand me a pamphlet. It doesn't mean I accept it. I don't have to listen to it. Your point of view is coming from a mentally unstable place. And whether you think I was talking about religion or you think I was talking about liberalism, they're the same thing. People who are absolute liberals, libtards to that level, are worse or at least as bad as the most crazy people who think they're coming into my city and having a missionary Because we are lost and we've never heard the word of Jesus Christ before. It's ridiculous. Anyways, our link tree is down below. Please follow us on all of our stuff. We'll see you guys this afternoon. Hopefully we've got something a little different this afternoon. It's possible. We'll see. We'll find out. And until then, I'll talk to you later. My name has been Joey. This has been Stupid Podcast on Everything. And peace out with your peace out. Seven dwarfs. They're dwarfs.